Are all your weeks in your riding beginning to, well, look and feel like each other? They're all just running into one another. If so, I have something to help you. Every single Sunday, you will get an email from me that will not only give you something to work on in the form of audio horse riding lessons that you can use, but also some questions to ask yourself in order to keep you on track with regards to your planning and with regards to just staying focused on what you want to do with your horse. You can find out all the details and join us over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash go. Okay, and with that, here's the episode. So when was the last time you actively looked at how well you were doing as you rode? Now, I know you're probably saying, but Shalorna, I do that all the time. No, but I'm talking about actually carrying yourself. When was the last time you paid attention to the fact that you were taking responsibility for your own body in the saddle? Hmm. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse each and every week. And one of the ways that you can instantly, and I really and truly mean like, just like that, improve your riding is by taking responsibility for carrying yourself in the saddle, okay? Now, a lot of riders think carrying themselves has something to do with shoulders back, and I think it's because it was drummed into us oh gosh who doesn't remember the riding instructor roaring at you across the arena shoulders back yet not so much hey we're not going to go with shoulders back here but i do mean actual self-carriage from the perspective of if you think of self-carriage for your horse i want you to apply that to yourself and that's where i want to start with today's conversation Often when we're working with our horse and we are working on developing some sort of self-carriage, which very often that is kind of one of the big things we're working on, isn't it? Let's be honest, hey? And we're, we're doing all the things and it's just feeling a bit flat, for want of a better word. Less carriage, more plodding is going on here, okay? It's not, it's not lovely and it's not light and it's not responsive, and it's not this beautiful dance between horse and rider. Well, what tends to happen in that situation when it's it's less than what we were going for now, what tends to happen is the rider doubles down on their efforts and literally doubles down, like they hunker in, okay? Like, you will carry yourself and I will make you carry yourself. But I want you to think about how if you are really and truly like hunkering down, you're, you're like kind of, it's like you want to contract your body a little bit so as you can focus those aids a little bit more so as your horse might just understand what you're actually saying, okay? When you do that, you block space. And self-carriage is really and truly a matter of creating a space and then moving into it, okay? So can you kind <laughs> of see how when you contract everything mentally, physically, emotionally, through your body, as you begin to work on the thing that is so darn hard, you are then stopping self-carriage from actually coming through. And that is in both yourself and your horse. So what I want you to do as you go out into the arena this week is to begin thinking about how could I model self-carriage for my horse so that there is space there for him to actually move into 
as he begins to carry himself. So the first thing I want you to start thinking about is how when we are in the saddle, we tend to think about sitting down because we're sitting in the saddle. There's a definite contact going on there between our bum and that saddle, okay? And you know this. And and often the problem comes in because most riders, when not sitting on a horse, but sitting somewhere else, well, they wouldn't have the world's greatest posture now, okay? And it's just, it's what it is. Often we slouch. I'm guilty of this myself. We tend to slouch. We tend to We have this kind of association between sitting down and like totally relaxing. And by relaxing, I mean having absolutely as little tension as possible in our body. Okay. And tension, of course, is what, well, it's what holds you up, holds you upright. Okay. Tension is fairly important. (laughs) Okay. We tend to like let all that go. Oh, I'll just like slide down here and, you know, you, you, you kind of shrink couple of inches because you're just so relaxed and it feels so good but think about that when you're on your horse and think about how that would be fairly problematic if you just think about it from the basic perspective that if your horse is moving and your seat is supposed to be moving with your horse very difficult to do when the whole top half of your body is just sitting there compressing it on on top okay and just kind of slouched on top of it shutting the whole show down okay i want you to rather think about when you're on your horse this week how how it feels to stand up now i'm not suggesting you stand up on your horse okay but i'm just suggesting that you think about standing up and how and you know i often laugh people say oh, i don't have a great core no but you walked to get up onto the horse you walked across the arena to mount up on the horse your core is great it can definitely do whatever it is you need to do yes it can always be improved but it's golden hey that's not an excuse and that's what that is is a just a big excuse nothing more and nothing less okay So I want you to think about the feeling of how it feels when you stand, okay? So if we are to stand up and and if we were to stand beside each other right now, it would look and feel different than if we were to sit on a chair and totally slouch. And wherever you are right now, you can try this. Try standing up, feel how your core has to be engaged to keep you upright, (laughs) the little things, hey? Feel how if you were to move and walk about, your core has to be engaged in order for you to balance and to continue to remain upright, okay? And then think about how that would feel on your horse, okay? Versus how it feels when you sit, okay? So even though, yes, you are sitting on your horse, yes, definitely there's weight on your seat bones, that weight has been distributed across the horse's back, I want you to rather engage your core like you would when you stand okay so that's first and foremost regarding your self-carriage notice how when you do this you then create this space i we're, we're using really simple layman terms here hey but you're creating this space now between your ribs and your hips or your pelvis okay it's like you're, you're it's like you're creating just this extra length through your body you're elongating okay so instead of contracting everything you're now beginning to expand or lengthen everything a little bit okay and that space is really magic because that space then allows your seat 
to begin to move with your horse like we spoke about earlier. Okay, from there, think about your hands. It is so, so common to see riders who, yeah, they might be sitting up straight, but it's probably because the riding instructor was roaring at them, to, to shoulders back. Um, but the, so, so they're sitting up, technically, maybe with an overarch in their lower back. Doesn't look great. I call that like riding like a duck, okay? But they're, they're kind of, yeah, it's like, it, it looks uncomfortable, it looks stiff. But what you'll often notice is that they're failing to carry their own hands. So this can be remedied really easily by just bending your elbows. I know it sounds like (laughs) rocket science today, folks, rocket science. But seriously, just bending your elbows and holding your hands a couple of inches higher. (laughs) There you go. And you have this lovely now you're holding your hands as well. And notice how when you do this, and you can try this wherever you are, it doesn't matter if you're sitting or standing, if you're on your horse or in the car, whatever you're doing, try it. Try actually bending your elbows, lifting your hands a little bit higher. Pretend you're holding your reins, so thumbs on top, all that fun stuff, okay? Hands about six inches apart. Feel it, really feel into it. And notice how that by automatically lifting your hands, can you feel that you kind of engaged your core? Can you feel that? There was like this knock-on effect. It's like a reminder. And even though it was a subconscious reminder, it was there. You began to show up better with your posture purely because you decided to carry your own two hands, okay? And I want you to take that into your riding this week, okay? What would happen if you began to carry your hands, show up a little bit better? How would that then interact or, or affect your posture going forward with your horse, okay? So you've created the space. You're thinking all the standing rather than sitting. You're going to carry your hands. And then from there, you want to start developing it, okay? Now, I want you to come back to what I said earlier, where when things get tough, okay, or difficult, or when you feel that, hold on, we're losing self-carriage here, this doesn't feel light and, and loose and easy and breezy anymore, there is a tendency to double down. It is in those moments that you need to try and remember what I'm talking about today. <laughs> They're the moments you need to create the space, not hunker in, okay? We don't want to contract and make it smaller. We want to create the space there for your horse to step into. And let's take this to your horse now. We've spoken about your self-carriage and how you're modeling it for your horse to do something. But when you, and, and again, imagine yourself, you're on your horse now, it doesn't matter if you're sta- standing or sitting, it doesn't matter where you are. Imagine you're on your horse. Imagine you've created this lovely space through the middle of your body because now you're carrying yourself. You've engaged your core. It feels like you're standing, not sitting anymore. Imagine that you've lifted your elbows just a little, just a fraction, so that you're carrying your own two hands. And then picture this all being on your horse. And can you see that in front of you now, you've created this beautiful space that's filled with lovely, lovely, positive intentions for your horse to begin to move into. Very often the reason horses don't carry themselves, and this is like 99% of the time, the reason the horse doesn't carry themselves is because they are being limited by the rider's lack of self-carriage. So you need to work on you first in order to then help your horse to take it across for both of you. Now, 
if you are doing this in your riding it is marvelous and i really think again notice those moments where you feel like doubling down in your efforts when you feel like going no like going deeper doubling harder like pushing more and then think hold on let's 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 spin this a little bit let's let's create some space here okay but then from there working on the ground to actually strengthen your core yes if you can walk to your horse to mount up your core is plenty good right now for riding but that doesn't mean that it cannot be improved and that's where i want you to go with this begin thinking about what can i do off of my horse to help me perform better when I'm on my horse. It can be as simple as being more aware of your posture and your position as you sit at your office desk during the day if you have an office job, okay? It can be, for me, for example, walking around the yard, noticing that I'm really and truly carrying myself as I walk. And even on those days where I feel a bit tired and a bit miserable and a bit like, oh, it's been a long day and it's been a hot one or whatever the case is, and I can feel my shoulders just just slumping a little, <laughs> that I am actively engaged in carrying myself a little bit more, in showing up a little bit more through my own posture, through my own position, and in doing so, letting that positively impact me in the saddle. If you're interested in finding out more about all of this sort of stuff, the 2021 Equestrian Fitness Challenge is starting soon. It's absolutely free. You can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash EFC21. The link is in the notes here and you can sign up there. As I said, it's absolutely free. We're starting soon. The focus is not so much on fitness. I know there's a lot of people going, I love fitness. I know you do. There's lots of other people focusing on that. I'm going to focus on what I really feel is missing and that is you showing up as your best self in the saddle. Those simple little things that you can do day in and day out every single time you ride that's going to give you huge results in your riding and in your overall conversation with your horse as said the link is over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash efc21 or it's in the show notes and you know what i'm going to suggest you do get somebody another horsey person to join you as well hold each other accountable see if you're going to do it sometimes we can have the greatest of intentions in the world i'm going to do it and then day three happens and you know you're a bit busy and have somebody there who says did you try that today how did it go how did it go for you with your horse and then from there use the challenge and allow it to help both of you to become a better version of yourself in the saddle okay i'll chat to you soon be good bye